0: Hello and welcome to your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Allison Pitt and today is Friday, August 16th, 2019. On today's show, Barbara March, Star Trek's Lursa, has passed away. Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie would be in a Tarantino Trek film. And I'm sharing a few of my favorite hot takes from the CBS and Viacom merger news. All this plus the answer to Tuesday's trivia question and your Weekend Staying In playlist, coming up next. Barbara March, recurring Star Trek guest star, has passed away. She was best known for her role as the Klingon Lursa, one of the Duras sisters in Star Trek The Next Generation, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, and the film Star Trek Generations. Outside of Star Trek, March made guest appearances in a number of TV shows and was an accomplished stage actor. In addition to her acting work, March was also a playwright and a novelist. Her passing was confirmed on Monday by her husband, Alan Scarfe, on Facebook. My beloved Barbara, my partner in all things for more than 40 years, passed through Eternity's Gate Sunday evening after a cruel battle with cancer. Barbara March was 65. The rumored Quentin Tarantino Star Trek film can add two more potential actors to its casting list. Comicbook.com reported earlier this week that Brad Pitt, no relation, and Margot Robbie, on a press tour for Tarantino's current film Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, were asked by Irish lifestyle website Joe.ie whether they would be interested in appearing in a Tarantino-led Star Trek film. Pitt answered with an enthusiastic, Hell's yeah, and Robbie replied, I would do anything, anything that Tarantino is doing. The idea of a Tarantino Star Trek film has been kicking around for a while, since Deadline revealed in 2017 that the director had spoken to J.J. Abrams about a story idea, and had convened a writer's room. In May of this year, Slash Film published an interview with Tarantino in which he confirmed that a script had been written, but that he wouldn't pick it up again until after Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Since then, publicity for Once Upon a Time and the rumored Trek film seem to have gone hand-in-hand, but there's been no more substantive news of movement for the Trek project. The future of the film arm of the Star Trek franchise is still uncertain, especially after the Viacom-CBS merger announcement earlier this week. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is out in cinemas now, but we'll simply have to wait to hear more about Tarantino's next Trek move. Getting you set up with your weekend podcast playlist in just a moment, but first, a word from me. Daily Star Trek news is made possible by contributions from listeners like you through Patreon. From just $1 a month, you can help me keep the show running. To find out how you can be a part of the Daily Star Trek News family, just head on over to patreon.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News. That's patreon.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News. And a big thanks to you for supporting this show. I promised hot takes earlier this week on the CBS Viacom merger news. And boy, are there some good ones to choose from. There's been very little new information from either CBS or Viacom regarding the merger, but boy has the online press been busy writing about it. In the interests of going truly meta on this fine August Friday, here are a few of my favorite takes on the merger announcement. I mentioned it yesterday, but it's worth mentioning again. Deadline pondered the question on Wednesday, is Star Trek poised to become new Marvel? At the heart of Deadline's argument is this, the new multi-platform possibilities of corporate upsizing may mean Trek could soon be making a giant leap in its aspirations not unlike the one in the 1980s and 1990s that elevated Star Wars from a blockbuster film franchise to the ubiquitous wall-to-wall cultural force that it represents today. Maybe they forgot that in the 1980s and 1990s, Star Trek was pretty much at its height, and yet still never made that cultural leap. Not that I don't think Star Trek has the potential, but comparing it to Marvel and Star Wars simply because the film rights are now back under the same roof as TV seems a bit premature. Next up, The Verge published a piece on Wednesday asserting that Star Trek is CBS's best hope for streaming greatness. First, a disclaimer. The piece has almost nothing to do with Star Trek, except to say that Star Trek is a streaming show that CBS owns, which I'm pretty sure you know. However, they do make the very good point that, as Eric Schiffer, a streaming analyst at Patriarch, told them, streaming through CBS Viacom is going to dramatically scale in subscribers, and that will only go further with even more acquisitions. This is now a platform to stack a lot of other things. CBS All Access isn't just CBS All Access anymore. It's also Pluto TV, a whole bucketload of film franchises, and let's please not forget the overseas offering. Stacks and Stacks. This next article wins the headline wars this week. io9 handled the big merger announcement on Tuesday with a piece titled... The Star Trek movies you mostly don't like are now owned by the same company that owns the Trek TV shows you do like. Sums it up pretty nicely, I would say. And finally, my favorite hot take, or rather set of hot takes this week, comes from Sci-Fi Wire, who compiled a list of crossovers that should theoretically now be possible, since the artificially constructed IP barriers are coming down. Among the ideas, Deep Space Nine or Voyager films, the long-rumored Nicholas Meyer-helmed Khan miniseries, and my personal favorite, a Pike, Spock, and No. 1 big-screen jaunt. A feature film, I mean. It would be a pretty neat way to satisfy the fan desire for as much Anson Mount as possible, while keeping the scope of the project limited and avoiding canon pitfalls. Come on Viacom CBS, let's make it so. Or uh, hit it, I guess. <laughs> so there they are. My favorite hot takes from the biggest Star Trek news story to hit since they announced Star Trek Picard last year. But I'd like to hear from you. What's your hot take on the Viacom CBS news? Or what's your favorite theory that you've heard this week? Email me and let me know, info at dailystartreknews.com, please, and maybe I'll use it on a future show. Now it's time to get you set up for the weekend with the latest podcasts from across the Roddenberry Podcast Network. This week on Mission Log, the crew of Deep Space Nine goes back in time to five years from now. Can Cisco and company make sure the Bell Riots happen the way they're supposed to, setting the path for the Federation's future? It's Past Tense, Parts 1 and 2 on Mission Log. And on Mission Log Live, the two newest shows on the Roddenberry Podcast Network, Shabam and Daily Star Trek News, maybe you've heard of it. Join John and Ken to talk Trek, as well as our recent trips to Star Trek Las Vegas. On Women at Warp, the crew interviews Star Trek Discovery actors Jane Brooke and Rekha Sharma at STLV. And episode two of Shabam is out this week. Besides getting to stay home from school, what's happening when we actually get sick? This episode is all about the things that make us sick, why it sucks to be a carpenter ant, and what's so great about a lymph node, whatever that is. Finally, on Priority One, the team are catching you up on the week's biggest news stories and the latest in Star Trek gaming. Also, the Priority One Armada is celebrating its 100th episode with a marathon 12 hour Star Trek Online Twitch live stream. You can find out more about that at priorityonarmada.com. And of course, head over to podcasts.roddenberry.com for all of the Roddenberry Podcast Network shows in one convenient place. Now the answer to this week's Trek Trivia. On Tuesday, I asked you, what was it that the Kobayashi Maru struck, which breached its hull and left the ship disabled and in need of rescue? The answer, a gravitic mine. According to Memory Alpha, a gravitic mine was a type of mine used during the late 23rd century and beyond. They could be used in space against starships, or on a planet against ground personnel. For more Trek trivia, tune in next Tuesday. Well, that's it for today's daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. For more great Star Trek podcasts, be sure to check out podcasts.roddenberry.com. This show is supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just shoot me an email at info at dailystartreknews.com or find the show on Twitter and Instagram at Daily Trek News. I'm back on Monday with more of the Trek news you need to know. I'm Allison Pitt. Have a wonderful weekend and live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com, the Roddenberry Podcast Network.